Welcome to the Call Your Shot Podcast, your weekly sports recap podcast where we break down the hottest headlines, dissect the latest injuries, and serve up our own hard-hitting analysis of the past week in sports. But that's not all. We're not just here to talk about the past. We're here to predict the future as well. On the Call Your Shot Podcast, we boldly predict the outcomes of the upcoming week's games. Hopping into the NBA, not exactly too much to get into. Uh, a few things have changed. Boston Celtics still remain uh, is an elite team, number one in the Eastern Conference. The Orlando Magic have been a surprise lately. They are currently on a five-game win streak, seven and three over the past ten games, and are sitting firmly in uh, set, tied for second place uh, in the division with. Uh, the Bucks, Miami, and Philadelphia. So, uh, basically, very top heavy as of right now when it comes to the Eastern Conference. Uh, if you wanted to touch on anything from the East, um, I mean, not really much to get into. But I guess the the main thing would be just my boy still out there balling, uh, Mr. Azir Thompson. Well, oh, okay. him too. Thompson. But Azir, yeah, Azir Thompson. Um, still hooping like uh, no one else out there, but still not getting any of the love. But today, Draymond Green did. Uh, games. <laughs> well, okay, you know you can't. Two and thirteen. Be Michael Jordan, right? <laughs> you know? Okay, I understand that, yeah. but like <laughs> <laughs> he's doing what he can. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Third in Rookie of the Year voting right now. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean Draymond Green gave him a shout out today, basically saying like what he's doing is is unprecedented compared to the other rookies out here and um and he should be getting more attention and because not enough people are talking about his performances uh, especially averaging what 10 10 boards at six six like that's yep. that's ridiculous it's basically like the round mound of rebound um yeah, i'm a six, six back in the day so. literally <laughs> exactly um but yeah i mean also my boy tyrese maxi um we called it the like the first day that we did um, the NBA, like, I don't want to say just lock up the award to give him most improved player. But I mean, like, it's Definitely looking pretty nice right now. Like, when it comes to, like, yeah. picks, whether it be, you know, Rookie of the Year, it's going to be back and forth between Chet and Wimbenyama, it seems like, at this point. And, you know, MVP could go anywhere, Luka, Jokic, whatever. But, like, when it comes to, like, awards, I feel like that would probably be the heavy favorite as of right now. Mm-hmm. I think they were doing, mm-hmm. like, a mic'd up with uh, the Cleveland, Cavali- uh, Cleveland Cavaliers in uh, – um, who uh, Darius Garland uh, was like, let me get some of that and give me some of that juice because he's like, you're you're playing too crazy right now. So Tyrese Maxey has been playing great Uh, in the Western conference. The Minnesota Timberwolves still are number one right now at 11 and three. So they've been playing great basketball behind uh, Anthony Edwards and their defense. They've really locked in there and the OKC Thunder have been um, really surprising. And it was a team that I had like in the play in and a team that I thought that could make the playoffs, but I still thought that they would probably be like a year away just because of Chet Holmgren not being able to play last year with the injury and all those um, things. And I didn't know how it was going to work with the lineup with Shea and everybody, but it's honestly looked great. And currently as a team right now, they are shooting 50, 40, 90, which is ridiculous. You got Chet yep. swapping it from deep. You got Isaiah Joe. You got Shea Gilgis, Alexander still playing well, Williams, Giddy, and they're a great team. Very fun and entertaining team to watch. Um, probably my favorite team to watch right now. And as I mentioned, Chet currently is number one in rookie of the year uh, voting and rankings. So uh, any thoughts on the thunder so far? Um, well, in terms of, in terms of Chet being the the front runner, I like, I get it. 
but I'm still yeah. like, and he's on a winning team. Yeah, which helps for sure. Um, there's there's a lot that goes behind the the narrative and stuff too. So, like, yeah, he has a lot of hype coming behind him, and he has been playing well. But I I I mean, the way that people were talking about Wimbenyama, like I, it it's hard to to see a world where the the voters just don't fall in love with him and just like. Oh my God! Did you see that three that he just did? Oh, did you see that that dunk that he <laughs> had from the free throw line? But yeah, exactly. I, I so, I mean, it, it's hard to see anybody else outside of um, outside of him winning this award. There's always my boy, uh, you know, Scoot coming out there. Nope, you know. <laughs> nope. He's currently um, in the G League right now. Hey, he he's coming back from injury today. He's okay. playing tonight. <laughs> yeah, um, so. Uh, side note, real quick. Fun fact, um, Scoot Henderson currently has the lowest uh, PER of all qualified qualified players right now. Yep, he's so been in the that, conversation of him and like Killian Hayes on the Detroit Pistons, and that's not great company you want to be with right now. So, yep. I agree with also, you with the Rookie of the Year voting, though, with Chet and, and, and Victor Wimbiyama. And that's what I was saying. Like, I think Victor Wimbiyama is going to win Rookie of the Year, but just and along with the fact that the media is going to fall in love with him. But like, you know, he is the guy, obviously, of Vassell on, on the Spurs, but, like, he's going to be the guy. He's going to get tons of touches each and every night. Meanwhile, Chet is probably, like, the third option on the OKC team, and he's super efficient, and he has similar stats to Victor Wimbanyama, and his team is winning. So, I mean, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, he has some decent hype from himself as well. So, mm-hmm. um, One other player to uh, to shout out is actually a player that was drafted by the Thunder, um uh Sengun. Um my I boy. Love yep. So he's currently averaging uh twenty point nine points a game, uh eight point eight rebounds, five point seven re- uh assists, and Baby shooting fifty eight point eight percent. Like <laughs> and he's currently ranked uh sixteenth per the Hollinger ratings. So which are essentially like the Ken Palm of the NBA or like the um basically the the end all be all when it comes to mm-hmm. ratings for player efficiencies and stuff like that. And he's ranked 16th right now in the league and uh I mean and it looks every bit of of that too if not more. Um especially how he was just given the business to the to the uh to the Lakers the other night. Um Hey man. Well there. He was. You tell me he was. Yeah, was like him and him and Dylan Brooks out here hitting all these three. Like Dylan Brooks is shooting like fifty percent from three this season. I'm like, bro, what is what is happening? But yeah, I do love Alfred Shingoon. He's been playing great and is probably the one of my favorite, if not the best, like young big man in the league right now. They were doing a a graphic on him and his stats compared to because this is his third season. His stats compared to Jokic's third season, they're basically identical. He has a slightly lower rebounds, um, mainly just because they kind of play him outside a little bit. He can shoot the three, or he plays some high pick and roll action. Um, and But his points are higher. His assists are about the same, and he has better um, field goal percentage right now. So I think he's a great mm-hmm. piece for the Rockets and probably one of the core pieces that they're going to have, along with, obviously, the veteran pieces that they brought in with Fred Van Fleet and Dylan Brooks. Um, and Last time we spoke last week, you know, the Rockets were on a win streak. Now it's kind of a little bit up and down, but they're still 7-3 and three over the last 10 games. So they're still very solidly in the play-in right now. Currently, they are ranked 8th, just behind the Phoenix Suns, who 
are playing much better this season um, or much better so far on a four game win streak, but have been confirmed that they are going to be without Bradley Beal for at least the next three weeks to a month as basically he re-aggravated his back. So it's basically going to be the KD um, Devin Booker show whenever De- when Devin Booker isn't hurt. So, but basically the KD show. KD's shooting like 60% from three or 50% from three. It is ridiculous. Yeah, so That's crazy. But it's um, one thing that I think has kind of been interesting, one of the narratives at least, is what the what the uh, the tournament has meant to these teams. Because uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're getting out exactly what you had hoped if you're the NBA, and that's mm-hmm. higher levels of competition. I mean, you're, you're, you're also getting um, the other end of the spectrum too with – uh, what was it the the Hawks against the the Pacers last night? The yeah, <laughs> the the total in that game um it opened up at two hundred fifty one points, um, highest total since like the nineteen nineties <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, and it and the game and that still wasn't high enough. I'm I'm so yep. glad that I was not tempted by the under. I was like two hundred fifty one. I I. I have to yep. take the over in this game. Like, there's no way. Albert said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> it's <was> crazy. <laughs> Legit. I'm I'm mad because I, I was thinking about this too. I was like, if you're gonna have a total that high, you might as well take the over and just about everybody's props because, like, they're at least scoring wise. Because mm-hmm. if you're gonna get to that amount of points, then like somebody's got to do something, right? Yeah, <laughs> the points are gonna Definitely. come from somewhere. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Pacers ended up winning last night, one fifty seven to one fifty two. So, which is just, you know, just a normal casual game. Yep. Um, Gotta love the NBA, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the playing, as you mentioned, I think the playing in the tournament is very good for the NBA. At least it has been for the first, what, we 15, 16 games in. Um, you know, who's currently has the best record for the playing tournament uh, or in season <laughs> tournament right now? Lakers sitting at 4 0 in the West Conference, in case anybody was wondering. Um, I, but yeah, no. Because <laughs> that they know that they can't win the, the actual championship. Hey, 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 hey. You, you watch it. But no, I think it has been great. And, you know, you kind of hear like, you know, the prizes um, in the preseason, stuff like that. They're like, OK, what's five hundred thousand dollars to these guys that are making millions of dollars, stuff like that. But you think about that. Those are like the elite star players. And, you know, there's veteran minimums that are you making like ten to twelve thousand million dollars. But like it's five hundred thousand dollars to every single player. So that goes 15 players deep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you kind of have those people. 13th, 14th, 15th man. And they're on two way contracts and things like that. Like they're not making millions of dollars. They're like just trying to make it in the NBA or floating between the NBA and the G league and stuff like that. So I think it was Dame and and Steph Curry that were kind of talking about that from that perspective. They're like, you know, $500,000 that changes their life, changes their family's lives and, you know, would change most people's lives. So along with that and the coaching staff, uh, you know, I think it is uh, a great thing for the NBA as of right now. And uh, you know, when the Lakers win it, I think that we're going to bring it back next year. And along, you know, how does that make us back to back champions? If we win the in season tournament and the NBA finals, I'm just, I'm just curious curious i mean i guess you're winning something right so yep i mean i uh, sure <laughs> sure lakers have a strong we're playing currently they're playing the uh, dallas mavericks in a very good matchup game currently the lakers sit fifth the dallas mavericks sit fourth uh lakers on a little three game win streak and they've been playing very well i don't know what lebron has been drinking over the past offseason or what <laughs> but like he's even Dude. better like I, I don't know it he's been on something and his shooting percentages have been insane. So, and also like him, him and and Durant, 
and all these mm-hmm. older players too. Curry. We're like, okay, yeah, like they're like, okay, well, this is like a typical rest game for for these players, and then mm-hmm. they're out here. What are you talking about rest? We don't do that. <laughs> so even Kawhi and PG are playing games and these back to backs yeah, and stuff. Like, I'm like, okay, I like this NBA. I like what's going on right now. Yeah, so I mean, I think this is as as great as it as start of a season as it could, as oh my god, I think I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. The greatest start right, to the me... season as we could have asked for. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, legit. Did you, did you hear? Oh my God. Yeah. What the oh, heck? It. it hurt me. Jeez. You know? Yeah. Get you let, some me, life let me try this for again. Christmas. Oh, for real. I got my, I got my Apple watch here. So I, ah, press there you go. I need it. <laughs> but as I was trying to say, this is as good of a start to the season as I think we could have hoped for. Um, especially if you're in uh, uh, at the the front office of an NBA team and stuff too, mm-hmm. implementing these new rules where you know load management and stuff like that, where you're requiring players to actually play, um, if not the full game, at least you know some of the game, and then have them rest during the game and not just having them take off the whole game. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's been it's been great for competition, and it's um, also been great in the sense that you kind of have a a general sense of okay, this is a, a home game that they're, you know, second out of a back-to-back. You might lean a little bit more towards uh, the player actually not sitting out. Um, mm. But then an interesting thing that LeBron was saying and KD have, had also said too is that these players, whenever it comes to playing against, like, their, their friends or playing against, um, like, another uh, elite opponent, those are the games that they, even if it might be the second out of a back-to-back, those are the games that they get up for. Um, and <laughs> even even the other night, Devin Booker, after uh, DeAndre Ayton was uh, uh, played against them, uh, he was like, yeah, Ayton played hard last night. Now he should do that every night. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more consistent with that. He only, he dropped 18 mm-hmm. and 7, too. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Much dominating, as they were talking about, when he came to Portland and he was going to be free and all this stuff with – Phoenix not locking Monty Williams and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like he's a very, I don't know. He could have been much better. I think that's all. I yeah. Say. And I mean, he's, it, I, uh, Nurk said it himself too. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah. Nurkic said it himself too. Like he, he chose to, to come to, um, to the Suns, not because he, he wanted to be a focal point of the offense, but because he wanted to just be a, a piece in out of the whole pie so um, i want to win (laughs) exactly like because he knew he's not going to be have have like a giant role on on offense and he he knows that that's not his his place on this team and so he was okay with taking a back seat and just doing the dirty things and doing the dirty work is the way he put it um Mm -hmm. and that's something that uh that ayton was not down to do and that's ultimately why i don't think that he's going to be all that successful in his career um, in terms of winning any championships or anything like that, if he's not going to play hard. Um, and I mean, you see that now he's on the Blazers, so they're not going to go anytime soon. So hmm. saying that, um, you know, I, I'm glad that I made a bet on the, uh, on the Blazers tonight because they're yeah. currently uh, Molly whopping the, <laughs> uh, the jazz right now. And, you know, my boy scoot out there, Doing what he does, just getting buckets as he as he should. Um, yeah, it's not too late to hop in on the uh, MVP Rookie of the Year train if you if you so please. 
Um, yeah, if you buy you, into Scoot right now, you probably would be a millionaire if you cashed okay. in on that. So, you know, you know, if you got some pennies around or in the couch or something like that, you could turn those into yeah. millions. He he currently has uh, it's halftime. All right, and he mm-hmm. has two points on mm-hmm. one of six shooting, o of two from three. Um, but he has a, he has a rebound. Okay, came and he has two assists. Too. Yeah. Yep. He's at um, <laughs> But his plus minus is plus six. I mean, what more can you ask for from a guy? You know I mean? Yeah, that's a team player if I've ever heard one. Yep. So exactly. very early tread day tread deadline's not till February eighth, but you know, everybody's always gonna start talking. As you I think you mentioned this early in the when we started with the NBA season, you know, the Bulls and Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, stuff like that. So those are kind of some high commodity pieces. And Alex Caruso, some high commodity mm-hmm. pieces that are being talked around, floating around when it comes to the trade deadline. Uh, obviously, good teams like the – even the Suns have talked about it. The Lakers, obviously, because, you know, everybody gets associated with the Lakers somehow, some way. Uh, the Kings have uh, shown interest in Zach Levine and things of that nature. So it is a very high – likely possibility that Zach or Alex Crusoe do get moved by the tread deadline um, from the Chicago Bulls. So that was interesting. Also kind of, I'll go ahead. I was going to say from what I've been reading is that there's not a lot of interest in Zach Levine, which is kind of interesting to me. Very Um, injury prone. (laughs) Well that, but then also I think it's a lot of, lot to do with his contract. He has a massive contract that nobody wants to take on. And uh, throughout his history in the NBA, he hasn't been really been known to be a winner. Um, but he's, he's definitely a valuable asset to have on the team, especially because he's just a, a bucket getter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, like you can always find a, a spot for somebody that just can hoop, you know, yeah. granted he doesn't play that much defense, um, but he Who needs it. Isn't he, okay. He's, he's not like Jordan pool level to where he just literally <laughs> <laughs> is a detriment out there. But, uh, yeah. What were you gonna say? Uh, Marjan ended up Marjan Bochamp, so ended is my cousin um, from Yakima. Plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks. He Box. works with Adidas. <laughs> he works with Adidas. Uh, him and Adidas ended up sponsoring our uh, local YVC uh, basketball team. So we ended up getting the gear a couple weeks ago. So I just wanted to say thank you and appreciate that from him and Adidas. But yeah, they decked us out. Got. Uh, um, the sweats that the the jackets home and away uh travel got some dame dollar shoes uh home and away uniforms as well as backpacks and things like that for the guys so they were really excited about that so that was some uh great gear so i just want to say appreciate that that was pretty cool i don't think i had a chance to tell you about that yeah no that's that's super dope though uh hopefully you know if adidas is listening right now they can also shoot us a little sponsor sponsor you know I mean, even though I'm wearing this, you know, Nike shirt right here, we can. Swap I got this. some New Balance on right now. Got some. <laughs> like, Nike, and it's, it's hey, you know, I, I, while I do love Nike, I also mm-hmm. used to work for Adidas, and I'm loyal to whoever you know is willing to sponsor me. So, I mean, whether it's New Balance, whether it's you know, Drew's like, always been known to be Asics, a team, um, regardless. So, you know, it's, <laughs> okay, whatever. Sounds about whatever. Right. Anything guess. else that you wanted to touch on in the NBA before we hop out of here? Uh. Yeah, actually, um, with with the uh, uh, the Jazz, so they've actually been playing playing pretty well as of late, um, which yeah, is blown out last. I night. mean, okay, let me let me rephrase that. They've been playing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lost by forty. <laughs> okay, other than that, okay, other than that, yeah, they they've been they've been keeping the games 
respectable other than that game other than that game <laughs> yeah they played the sun's um, tough in the back-to-back yep exactly so like both of those games um like i like i always say uh good teams win great teams cover <laughs> so they they've been able to um you know keep the games close enough to where they're at least covering the spread god damn it um <clears throat> was it like arguable call on that game too and like the double overtime game, like Lori Marketing had a yeah. chance to like tie it up and like Katie fouled mm-hmm. him. They reviewed it. They're like, oh, he got a, a minute part of the ball before he, you know, dislocated his wrist. Like basically, yeah, <laughs> that and then like undercut the hell out of him, like Zaza Pachulia yeah. style too. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was it was pretty bad, honestly, if you watched the replay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. One, one other thing too is uh, Keontae George has also been um, like hooping. Uh, ever since um uh walk or walker kessler i hate his name it's, it's like you have walker two kessler. last names like what do you, yeah walker like, texas anyways, <laughs> exactly you never trust somebody with two last names moral of the story is um keontae george has been you know thrust into this into this role of the point guard position and if, i don't know if you watched him play recently but some of the dimes that he's dropping out here are just like absolutely beautiful I think he said he that leaves the rookies and assists. He's been playing very well. Yeah. Um yeah, he uh he currently has he's tied for first right now amongst rookies with uh five point one assists right now. And mm. along with that is the downside of having him on the court is that he's also, you know, shooting about thirty five point seven percent of the field. But um other than other than his poor shooting performance, he has been um, like the main, the main success story in the offense. Um, from what I've been reading from their beat reporters, is that when he's on the court, you can kind of tell that the offense just flows a lot better because he's a much better playmaker than um, literally anybody else that they they have to offer out there. Uh, and especially like Jordan Clarkson, like he's he's a he's a scorer, he's a bucket getter. Like I said, yeah. they're always good to have on your team. But in terms Colin of Sexton off the bench, yeah, and he's more of just like a defensive guy, and not even really a defensive guy, just kind of a ugly dude to look at. And talk. Okay, it's kind of he's a, he's <laughs> an energy guy. Yeah, and anytime you got to say that somebody's an energy energy guy, it means that they're not very good. Um, okay, am I wrong? Oh, he's a he's I mean, a real hustle guy. He's an energy he used, guy. He used to be very good. He used to be good on the Cavs. Yeah. He was a, yeah. he was a scorer he and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So with Keontae George and everything, um, him actually being a playmaker has been able to help the team um, at least, you know, keep the games closer and, uh, you know, be more competitive and have a, a, a better offense overall, uh, as opposed to before when they were just kind of doing – I don't know, just pass it around the arc and then hope for somebody to get open kind of offense. And so it was very stagnant before, but now it's kind of flowing a little bit. Only thing yep. you got to work on is just actually making shots, which is a major <laughs> point. Max, that's a, little, a little bit of Rondo into him. Right. We're working on it. We're working a little Scoot Henderson mm-hmm. to him, you know. Just okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you got anything else, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. We ended up going an hour, an hour and a half. So anything else that you wanted yeah. to touch on? Um, no, I think that's, uh, pretty much it. Um, like I said, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna have a link to our discord channel and that's where we'll be posting some of our plays as well as, um, the updated plays as well. 
And assuming again, like there's no crazy broken arms or anything like that, we'll just stay true to those plays and then uh, kind of go from there. And we're we, I am easing back into um, these uh, these props, props and everything too. <laughs> yep. Um, also, if Hall of Fame Bets would like to sponsor this podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, they are a uh, not a, necessarily a prop service, but they show a breakdown of each game by game, um, how many times that player's gone over their props, um, if they've ever gone over that prop in their in the past ten games, five games, whatever. And they also do the same thing with team totals and also um, basically just literally everything. So that is uh, one thing I'm going to be using going forward, along with the, my own model that I used um, as well. And I wish I could remember his name, but the uh, book that, I, uh, that I've been reading over time is it's Excel, like spores, I... I gotta. I'll add it down below. So we'll but basically, down below. <laughs> yeah the the dude that wrote that book, um, he he's basically the end all be all when it comes to sports betting models. Um, and he's basically the main guy that I've learned from, and the majority of the models that I have. Um, and if I didn't learn it from him, then I picked it up from Josh Applebaum and his book. So, yeah, Just my mentors. <laughs> absolutely they're my mentors that don't even know they're my mentors <laughs> well that's gonna wrap up this episode everybody this has been the college shop podcast the host alex harrison drew moore hope you all have a happy thanksgiving safe travels to any of you guys uh traveling far um again we'll or on traveling close or even traveling close walking you know just you know just just, just stay safe out there just so. around the block you know <laughs> as mentioned before you can find this wherever you can find your podcast whether it be podcast app or spotify uh we are also on youtube for those of you watching us there check our links in the bottom of the description to get our links to our social media as we do have my little dog come in here to uh say hi to everybody so um yeah if you like this uh podcast give it a like follow comment share anything else drew um, no, that's pretty much it. Make sure you download as well. That's what uh, helps the channel grow. And if you are wanting to sponsor this podcast, feel free. Reach out. Let us know. Just, as long as it's not anything mad. weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, Happy then, Thanksgiving, everybody. We will see you on Wednesday. Peace. <laughs>